so Mayor Farnsworth Ferret called a special meeting in the town hall to discuss what they were going to do, or if anyone knew who it was. Most of the community packed themselves into the large old hall. Rows of wooden chairs were in the centre, facing a large desk. There wasn't much room, which caused a few animals to hiss and claw at one another. The old turtle who owned the restaurant called Turtle Soup found a corner to stand in. He wasn't so keen on cramped spaces. On the other hand, Mitch the Mole, who owned Mole Inc., the fastest diggers in Yellow Grass Hill, felt right at home. Mitch spent most of his time digging tunnels and didn't mind tight spaces. In fact, he felt like he had plenty of room in this large hall. Are you all right, sir? Mitch the Mole asked the shaking turtle. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll be okay. However, confined spaces make me gassy, the old turtle said while he continued to shake. Yes, I just realized that. Will you excuse me, please? Mitch said while covering his mouth and slowly backed away to find a less smelly spot. Mayor Farnsworth Ferret, who was sitting behind a large desk, cleared his throat to gain everyone's attention. Fingleberry Ferret, Farnsworth's son, continued talking to another ferret and didn't pay attention to his father. Fingleberry! Farnsworth yelled. Fingleberry Ferret jumped in the air, and when he fell back in his chair, he stopped talking. The other animals quietly laughed at the scared ferret, who almost did a complete flip in the air. Nice moves, Stinkleberry, Professor Croak whispered to the ferret. Fingleberry made a face at the toad, who was wearing a fancy red riding jacket. Now that everyone has settled down, I would like to start off this meeting with some recent vandalism. Mr. Richard Raccoon, will you please rise? Farnsworth Ferret asked as he smacked his gavel three times on a round piece of wood. Richard Raccoon, who was sitting in the middle row of chairs, slowly looked from side to side. He didn't want to stand up. Instead, he pretended someone else was being called, and he continued to look around. Mayor Farnsworth smacked his gavel again and gave the raccoon a wild-eyed look. Richard nervously cleared his throat. He stood up and held onto his own tail as if it were a baby. It wasn't me, I tell you, I didn't do it, the raccoon yelled. The mayor narrowed his eyes at the nervous raccoon. Do what, Richard? I haven't said anything yet, the mayor stated. Richard felt silly for speaking too soon. Some of the forest critters giggled. Nothing, forget I said anything, Richard said, and was about to sit back down, but found a rather large and sharp-looking porcupine in his seat. Richard raccoon decided to stand. He was in my trash again, Mayor, Mrs. Peabody, the sassy squirrel who ran the Yellow Grass Gazette, yelled. The raccoon shook his head no and made a face as if to say the squirrel must be insane. It wasn't me, definitely not, nope. She must be seeing things, Mayor, sir, Richard said. Of course, no one believed him. There weren't enough fingers in the room to count all the times Richard Raccoon was caught digging in someone's trash. I saw you, Richard. Mrs. Peabody yelled, now pointing her finger at him. That's ridiculous, your mayorship. It was probably another silly raccoon from another town and sometime during the day, Richard said. It was at night, and you know it, the lady squirrel stated. That is ridiculous. It was not me. The moonlight was probably in your eyes, and uh, you were probably too far away to see who it was anyhow. For all you know, it could have been a, a, a rabbit.
Richard yelled and pointed at the nearest rabbit. It wasn't me, I swear. I only eat carrots, the rabbit yelled in fear. No one believed the raccoon anyhow. Richard kept nudging his head toward the beaver, who was next to him, and looked to see if the mare was looking at him, and if he was fooled. Mayor Farnsworth was looking at the raccoon, and he wasn't fooled. I was standing right next to you, Richard. Don't deny it, Mrs. Peabody yelled. Miss Peabody, you are so silly, you are probably sleepwalking again. You have to stop doing that, the raccoon said, shaking his finger at her. I have never sleepwalked a day in my life, she yelled. Richard almost jumped in the air when the mare smacked his gavel three more times. He was also in my trash, mare, the grey badger yelled. Mine too, yelled another animal. Richard made a face. The raccoon was about to deny it. However, the mare stopped him when he stood up and pointed at the scared raccoon.